Welcome, ladies and gentlemen of wherever in the internet you came from and found us. Welcome to the Watermelon Podcast. I'll be one of your hosts, Kirby Fighter 25, and today I will be joined by Typical Thieves and Racecraft 9000. You may remember a little over a year ago, not too long, we did a podcast called New and Upcoming Games, where we talked about a bunch of games and what people think is going to happen and how they're going to turn out. This podcast, this podcast purpose, I should say, I almost purpose. had a stroke. Purpose. I almost had a stroke. I was trying so hard not to. But we're going to look back at the majority, not all, but the majority of those games and, I don't know, just look at some reviews, look at some playthroughs, and see how they turned out. I'm pretty sure we all know how Last of Us 2 turned out, but we'll get <laughs> to that we'll get to that eventually. So the first one we have on our list, I'm not going in any particular order, but the first one we have on our list is Borderlands 3, which at the time was pretty new. Like it's almost two years old now, but at this time when we recorded it and filmed the episode, it was new. So I've played it actually know. myself. IGN IGN rates it 9 out of 10, but it's IGN, so I'm going to need a second opinion. Mm. I enjoyed Games, it. GameSpot rates it... I Game found it, it just... Uh... GameSpot rates it 8 out of 10, which is pretty good. Uh, 424 reviews, and it's got an average of 4.5 stars out of 5. So people seem to find it pretty damn good. I, I enjoyed it. I'm... I found it just... Uh... Uh myself it was the first borderlands game that i ever played and i enjoyed it i never completed it because the captain guy was impossible to kill but borderlands 3 <laughs> quote Sorry, Border borderlands sick. Borderlands 3 is similar to the previous games, but with some newness sprinkled in. This means whether you're familiar with the series or completely new to it, there's something for you to learn. Mm. So pretty much pretty much just a typical advancement. Because that was kind of like Borderlands 1, oh, this is cool, we have something cool here. Then Borderlands 2 kind of just stepped it up, and then now Borderlands 3 is doing the exact same thing. So it's the same formula, which I think pegs it down a little bit. Typical, but enjoyable. Yeah, it's like... You knew what to expect, but you still you're still gonna enjoy it anyway. You order you order the same type of pizza, knowing that it's gonna be good, but you still enjoy it just as much. Yeah. Ooh, it seems according to the store page, it's available on Windows and Macs too. Ah, and the game is still sixty dollars, I presume. Yep, at least on Epic. I'm gonna quickly check this. But according to Epic Games, it is $60 on their store in the United States. But on Steam, if I can type, it is free. But what? I'm confused. A, Hang on, hold up. Is this up. a DLC or? Play free ends in one day and nine hours. I guess they're having a free weekend. It is $60, but $20 right now because it's on sale. Like, will you be able to keep it if it's free, or is it just like a test? I think it's a weekend test. Because it ends in one day and nine hours. Oof. It's on sale at the time of recording this podcast for 20 bucks. 
10 17 21 at 2 19 a.m 2 19 a.m is when we're recording this oh boy should we just get last of us out of the way yes now if you haven't heard from all the rage on the internet joel's dead he did not make it through this spoiler much and I'm worried about the reviews. We this isn't us like reading off a script saying, "Oh, we already know the reviews." We're just looking at the reviews as we're doing this, so the reactions are genuine. I'm worried that everyone's just going to be mad that Joel's dead and then rate it like one star only because he died. I never Apparently, played it, but I did enjoy watching PewDiePie play it. Like I feel like if you. If there's one part that everyone chooses to look at, it kind of bogs down the entirety of the game when it comes to, like, overall reviews. Because it's like, you go to get the game and everyone reviews it badly, but then when you, you're like, you know what, I'm going to get it anyway because it looks good, and you realize, this is awesome, why did everyone bog this down? And then you get to the one scene that's really sad, and you're like, oh yeah, that's why. But according to everyone, this game is four, on an average of four and... Again, four and a half stars out of five, except Borderlands 3 was 4.4. I'm also pretty sure they won a award at the Game Awards. Yeah, everyone on these reviews say that the game is beautiful, yet a lot of the stuff is terrible. So it's not nearly as good as the first one, but the game is prettier and runs better, question mark? Which makes sense that since it's running on newer hardware with newer tech. Well, exhausting to play at times. The Last of Us Part Two succeeds in doing something that many other games struggle to do, in that it actually makes you feel something. I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment, but I'm just gonna take it as an insult. Ooh, the next one. Oh, Call of Duty. Warzone. Oh boy, so, I think at the oh, time... Just, here is how, how I'm going to describe Call of Duty Warzone as of right now. Hackerfest. Yes. Full of cheaters. And they have a new anti-cheat that they're finally launching, since the game apparently didn't already have an anti-cheat. Except the report in-game feature. But... It's called Call of Duty. Call of Duty's newest anti-cheat, I'm pretty sure it's called Ricochet, but that's already supposedly been leaked online. Um, and it's going to be integrated with your system itself. And that's going to be added to Warzone and the newest Call of Duty. Call of Duty is... The timeline of Warzone was like this. Before Verdansk got nuked, it was... Really good. They were doing everything really good, except for obviously Activision. They're money hungry, so that was a problem, but could get over that. There was only a few hackers, and then as soon as they nuked Verdansk and Cold War came out, they just started making the new guns. OP is uh, swear word. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but I won't. But they're extremely overpowered, and you pretty much had to pay money to buy the new game to level up the guns. Then, 
there were a lot more hackers, but still you didn't like run into them every single game. And then eventually what it's got gotten to now is just if if you're not hacking in a lobby, you're like the only one that isn't hacking. According to some of the reviews, the majority rates it three and a half stars out of four, so a decent downgrade, and only seven out of ten instead of Last of Us and Borderlands Three's eight out of ten or nine out of ten. So above uh, the middle, though. Yeah, but it's worse now than it was back then. Yeah. Yes, by a lot. Apparently, a lot of people thinks think it completely fell flat. This guy says. It even falls flat when compared to the only other Call of Duty Battle Royale-style game, Blackout. Call of Duty Blackout. Which, actually, they stopped updating, even though it was paid. So, yeah, it was paid, including Black Ops 4. It was pretty fun for the little while that... Verdansk was a thing, but then hackers always ruin everything, but instead of like making your own anti-cheat and saying that you're gonna do it for like half a year instead of actually doing something is crazy. Like they're I'm not too sure about this, but I'm guessing they're probably a billion-dollar company, they can buy the best anti-cheat in the world and have still millions or billions left over. And I don't know. It's just... It's a dumpster fire over at Activision. Okay, since we are now officially around halfway through our list, time for a little self-promotion. This podcast <laughs> is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Can you guys believe that? Three major podcasting places, along with how many other smaller ones. The availability is insane. Plus, if you want to hear more of us ranting, but also want to see us playing video games... We have a YouTube where we stream. We also stream to Twitch, and for some reason, we do it on Twitter now, too. Apparently. I, I, I didn't mean I, to. I didn't mean to go live on Twitter, but... We accidentally stream on Twitter now. <laughs> we're, 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 yeah, we're still working that one out. We have done two things on accident. <laughs> We've gotten an Apple podcast on accident and stream on Twitter. Yeah. Literally, literally, they just emailed us and were like, congratulations, your podcast has been approved and is now on Apple Podcasts. And we're just like, okay. Cool. I'm, I'm checking Twitter right now and our entire podcast, just that podcast stream that we did earlier is just kind of... Wait, so I was, I was going to say, wait, the podcast we're recording right now? Wait. <laughs> Twitter didn't have a great quality, it looks like, but... It's Twitter, what do you expect? Well, yeah. Also, we have, along with those other social medias, we have our own Discord server, where you can join, see memes, it seems like. 
But in actuality, we have our own bot that you can listen to music to. We get announcements there. And the best part, you can talk directly to us. And the, we're, we're, pre we're, we're pretty active. The, the code, in case you want to, is... I'm totally not checking the code right now. It is capital V, lowercase d, capital H, lowercase y, capital AC, lowercase e. And if you didn't get that, it will probably be in the description of this episode as well, depending on what you're listening on. Yeah. In case it gets invalidated for some reason or anything, it will be in the... Alrighty, boys. Self-promotion out of the way. Let's move on to our next game, Animal Crossing New Horizons. At the time of releasing our YouTube video on this, it was due in six days. So pretty much a week. Mm, Doom guy. And Animal Crossing? Mm. Hear me out. I got the game myself, and I played it for a while. It's a good game, but you run out of things to do extremely fast. Like, within an hour, I had no clue what else to do. I, I've seen some gameplay of it, and it seemed pretty fun. I know yeah, it's, of it's... some people who play it almost daily, and... Like, played for hours, like, so I think a lot of people like it. Like, it's fun, yeah, but there's nothing to do. But also, this curse. I think this was created uh, from that new Oh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're not gonna speak about Anka. Yeah. <laughs> we, will, we, we will not speak. Yeah. Appar according to this, it got 9 out of 10 on both GameSpot. IGN has a 4.5 out of 5 average rating. Animal Crossing New Horizons was released on Nintendo Switch, selling a whopping 1.8 million copies during its first three days on the market. Yes. It, was, it was also the second best-selling game of the year in physical copies, behind FIFA. FIFA was the only game that beat it, which is... Surprising, but that's for a different stream or podcast or whatever we decide to rant about it on. Okay. Within twenty within twenty four hours of its release, Animal Crossing New Horizons became the highest rated game in the entire game series with a score of ninety one out of a hundred. That's so. Oh, peculiar. That's it. Is actually in Japan. It is the second best-selling game of all time in Japan. It, it is. It, the, it sells. Doesn't... It sells like hotcakes in Japan. I'm, a, I'm assuming number one is Super Mario Bros. But maybe. Animal Crossing: New Horizons is now the second best-selling Switch game of all time as well, probably behind either Mario Kart 8 Deluxe or Mar Super Mario Party one of the two. What about Odyssey? Odyssey was probably pretty high too. I don't know if it was number one level, but it was probably pretty high. If Animal Crossing was a very simple concept with very complex features, Animal Crossing New Horizons is a proverbial toy hammer with the capacity to forge an entire universe. Those are some words. Uh, this is unrelated, but what has our script become? I don't know. <laughs> Especially you, at the you, bottom. You guys are putting pictures. Next game we are going to speak about, Minecraft Dungeons. Dungeons. 
Let's oh see. boy, let's let's delve into this one. Minecraft Dungeons Spookier Fall Event Nintendo Switch Minecraft Dungeons Spookier Fall Official Trailblower. It was kind of like how? It was kind of like Minecraft and Diablo mixed together. But it got it got seven out of ten on Gamespot and IGN. It's like. Diablo and Minecraft mixed together, but a little bit boring. The game has an average of 70% ratings and three and a half stars out of five. The only thing I didn't really enjoy about it was that, like, nothing changed or got, like, any harder. I don't. I had the opposite problem. Early game, like, I wasn't completing it or anything, but when I was playing it, Early game was extremely hard for me. Like, I found little to no loot, and I was getting killed constantly. But that was probably just because I suck. You weren't DPI... You weren't a DPI... I, I, well, I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't a DPI gamer then. Yeah, the times have changed. Yeah. The rules have changed. War has changed. <laughs> it's no longer about nations' ideologies. There's a war. Ethnicity. Whoa. We're salt We're salt changes. Hey guys, what would you say if I forgot to make it so they can hear us? What? 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 Just continue. So, wait, wait. Just uh, continue, just continue. There's no way. Yeah, I was just pulling the leg. Okay, okay thank you. God, I was not going to do the whole thing again. So, next game we chose is Iron Man VR. I didn't even know this was hyped at all. Like, this seems like a really mm. lackluster announcement on their end. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't either. We, we literally, literally, I remember the episode. We were just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, they're making an Iron Man VR game. And you're just like, oh, they are. Cool. Honestly? No. Apparently they're saying it really stumbles in its presentation a lot. Three and a half stars, seven out of ten. People are saying that it's way too short. Some people are saying it's really good, others are saying it's really bad. It's kind of a B game and it has a lot of ups and downs. Is it though? Iron Man VR can be best to. What did you just add? (laughs) 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 Why did you delete it? Iron Man VR sounds so boring. Like I get it's cool to look around and be able to shoot as Iron Man and everything, but it would get so it would get so boring. Imagine having motion sickness. It would get so boring after a while, because you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm Iron Man, cool, and then after 10 minutes you would just kind of go, now what, this is boring. Imagine having motion sickness, though. Yeah, or like, tripping over something while you're shooting something. Ow! What? A lightsaber just hit me in the head. Like, not even the the red part, just the body of it itself. Oh, I got a spot in my lip that's really painful. 
But yeah. That's not good when we're doing a podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. And I need to do nothing but talking. Alright. Our last entry. Resident Evil 3. I think we I heard that it's specimen. really liked. Like I mean it's resident I mean it's Resident Evil. I mean I have true, no say but... I've never I don't even think I've played Resident Evil 3. I think I've... I haven't played it, but I know someone who has and he... 4.4 stars out of 5, 6 out of 10 on GameSpot, and 9 out of 10 on IGN. What's a 3 multiplayer? Like, a boy and a girl? Multiplayer co-op? Yeah, it's a remake of the 1999 Resident Evil 3. Yeah, we. I think we played, I think we played that on my PS3. Yeah. No, that was 4. It had a weird, like... Or no, that may have just been Resident Evil remastered. I don't think it was remastered. I I know the lip syncing was awful. I don't know Everyone much is... about it except that some people. Everyone's saying that it's one of the best looking games on the market right now, and it has incredible sound and an unnerving, terrifying atmosphere. So I'm guessing they're talking about. I'm guessing it's remastered. Yeah, it's remastered. That's nice. Well, well, I Resident Evil Theory is a stellar remake of a survival horror classic that honors the past while updating the game with contemporary graphics and controls. Because if a game came out like 30-ish years ago and it had great sound quality and video quality, like the best, then that would be a problem. Yeah, it was released April 3rd, 2020, which I think slightly before April was when we were recording the episode. I haven't played it. I haven't but either, but I know people. It, it's Resident Evil, so it's probably pretty good. I've liked the Resident Evil games. And that yeah. seems like the end of our list. If you guys like it, maybe we can finish looking at all the games, because I only got a little bit through the episode when we were looking back at the games we talked about. So yeah, That wasn't all of them? No, that was not all of them. That was just a decent few. We right. talked about a lot in that podcast episode. Yeah. So yeah, maybe if you guys enjoy... You can find the original episode and others on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if Typical Thieves feels it's like pulling up the full list, we can, but I don't have it in front of me right now. <laughs> the full list of what we're on? But... Yeah, of what we're on. Yeah, we are on a bunch of different platforms. I know. I including, know but not limited to, uh, three spinning dots. Yep. Okay, we're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Yep. And if you like this content and want to see some of our other content, we stream and do videos. Well, we don't really do videos anymore. It's just kind of streams. But we do streams on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, I guess, now. 
Yeah, so but I don't recommend Twitter because Twitter video is We all know Twitter video. Oh, we do have Twitter where we make announcements rarely, but it's just kind of but, good posts, but you can subscribe on YouTube, follow on Twitch, follow on Twitter. And you guys want to know the best part? We have a Discord server. Yes, we, come, we do. We make announcements. We have our own bot that is just managed by I guess managed by me and Chris Garner Thousand. Typical Thieves did the majority, if not all, of the work. Well, I was a test bunny, so I'm saying that I uh, did some of the work. You only tested like two commands. There's like actually, 10, actually no, I can I can count a lot of times where you were like, hey, are you busy? I need to test something. Yeah, but not recently. No, not recently. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, recently it's been me. <laughs> no, not even just you. You or your test Discord guy. Yeah. But yeah, you can come in, see announcements. We have our own bot that you can chill and listen to music to. It has a bunch of other Easter egg commands. And the best part, you can talk directly to us and maybe even sit in a VC with us for a bit when we stream or do a podcast. Who knows? So with that, I think we have come to the end of an episode. I have been one of your hosts, KirbyFire25. I've been joined by... Typical Thieves and CrazyCraft9000. And we will see all of you guys later. Peace. Goodbye.